Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. Yesterday evening, I come home and I see the following. Stocks sink as stagflation specter haunts the market. So the Nasdaq has been down 5%, S&P 500, 3%. And that just after the day when the Fed said, we're not going to do 75 basis points hikes. We're going to do just 50 points basis hikes and then the market rallied but as the market rallied the day after the market crashed which means there is a lot of volatility as the market is looking for direction for indication of what will happen and we are definitely in a time of high uncertainty and that's why you see all these ups and downs and increased volatility and in this video i really want to discuss what's going on and what we can as investors do to let's say ease how all the information hits us and see how at the end finish better off no matter what happens and you can see here how the inflation expectations this is from the bank of england have been constantly raised and they yes expect inflation to return to two percent but we are now hitting ten percent and then all these projections about inflations have been constantly wrong wrong and do you remember a year ago everybody was saying this is just temporary this is just transitory well transitory my behind we are above ten percent now let's say globally. So what to do as investors to see stocks crashing and my message and the message on this channel has always been the following. In these times and in all times, it's always about owning businesses. If you own stocks, you will always be in trouble when times like these come. And we're going to explain that what does it mean to own businesses by discussing the framework around investing in current times. I'll actually make four videos this weekend. So this is the one on the market. Facebook earnings update coming tomorrow. So discussing more about businesses, growth stocks, Amazon will discuss and Google today. Also to see how businesses react in the current market. And then on Monday, the key takeaway will be my take on Berkshire's conference and what Buffett is doing. If you haven't subscribed to the channel, smash that notification bell. And if you're already subscribed, of course, smash that like button to support the channel. Thank you very much. So let's immediately dig into the big difference between investing and speculating. Stocks can go everywhere, but at the end you own businesses that produce something that give you earnings. Let's look at value and valuations. As a start towards an indication of where the risk is to be avoided and where the rewards can come from. If we look at the S&P 500 price earnings ratio is not even that bad. So around 20 which means an earnings yield of 5%, but an earnings yield of 5% then is compared to the treasury yield. And if we take a look at the 10-year treasury, now it is close to 3%, so hitting almost 3% with the rate hikes and the Fed. But stocks will now look more expensive because here you say, okay, I get 3% no matter what. With stocks 5%, with the ups and downs and with the liquidity, 
Sometimes people might prefer to own bonds or other things. Some commercial bonds will likely give 5-7%, which is then comparable to stocks. And that's the key weakness to stocks. So yes, you can say the Fed is creating the volatility in the market alongside inflation, but there is much more to it. Let's discuss. Then if we look at the Schiller price earnings ratio, which takes into account 10 year average earnings, then you see that the price earnings ratio is not 20, but 33 and <laughs> historically at extremely high levels. Every time the Cape ratio was this high, there was trouble ahead. And we'll also discuss business earnings and you will see how volatile these things are. And this is a big warning because current earnings might not be as strong as the market has been perceiving them. And of course, earnings, you can see here the jump from 2020 and earnings have doubled over the last 10 years. And why did earnings double? Well, everything has been so great. Zero interest rates for a decade, the Fed and all other central banks printing money like there is no tomorrow. Business was great until there came inflation. And there is always something, and as Buffett says, you never know when it will come, but many things you can know that those will come, but not when. That's the key that we have to understand as investors. Earnings are now at 200 points, but even more important are the forward earnings. The market analysts expected the S&P 500 earnings to hit 240 for 2022. So really big growth expectations. And now things might really change. But let me show you what was baked in the price just a few weeks ago. So S&P 500 2022 earnings growth was expected to be 10% on already great earnings in 2021. This is from FactSet. If you just search FactSet earnings, you have beautiful charts there. And then consequently 2023 continuation of 10% earnings growth like there is nothing that can ever hit businesses. And perhaps this is even a better chart. So earnings were supposed to go from 200, okay, this 208 data to 250 on huge growth ahead. And there was nothing stopping earnings. So we were living in new times, this time is different, and then already now in May, this time is different. <laughs> Actually, this time is the same. You can see here the slow stagnant growth in earnings and then tax boom, and then again difficulties of course, the pandemic, and now booming, booming, and booming. And analysts always expect the boom to continue forever, but they also expect the busts to continue forever. Nevertheless, it's their job to be positive. It's their job to always project earnings growth. And you can see how more than 90% of the market is a hold or a buy for them, even if just 30% of the stocks do outperform the market over the long term. Nevertheless, I really wanted to take out this data and these projections as those, those were made on April 29, as I said, fact set. And you can see the extreme exuberance in earnings growth that was baked in the market. This might still be correct, but somehow when you look at businesses, things are not that easy. And especially if you look this from Yardenic.com, 
you can see how those projections on growth usually are then hit with reality and go much much lower just look at 2016 the projection was for earnings of 150 the actual earnings were closer to 100 so also pandemic year 2021 up and down and now you have these projections everything go up 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 growth 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 but then usually it turns down down and down so for valuation i think there was too much exuberance in the market which was logical because usually analysts just take a trend and replicate it into eternity which is the wrong way to invest and that's also why you're watching this channel and now we're seeing changes in the rates in the economies with inflation this is definitely a risk but it might also represent an opportunity to buy great businesses at lower prices which is what investing at the end is all about and we'll see on uh, monday how berkshire spent 50 billion still have to prepare that video oil purchases etc very interesting things going on for investors there but let's now discuss a little bit about earnings we have seen google doing really well unshattered by what's going on and really so strong growth in search and cloud 23 26 percent growth so as Buffett says, own the best businesses or be the best in something when it comes to inflation. And Google might be the best in something. I'll dig deeper into Google, maybe make a new video next week to see the valuation if you have to adjust something or not. What's the risk and reward? This is getting interesting. Compared to Amazon, that has seen sales increases 7% which is very very slow don't get confused by the big earnings that did well in 2021 on Rivian and now there is a loss as Rivian goes down but that is normal in accounting so focus on what they are doing operating cash flows unfortunately also decreased for the trailing 12 months so Amazon has slowed down in growth on scale, maybe on consumption, as we discussed in my Amazon video that you can check. I'll put all the links to the videos mentioned in the description below. And then another business, Verizon also, and this was very interesting, growth, okay, 2%, but they said that they didn't expect inflation to be at decade highs and that has impacted their cost structures and their ability to increase prices towards the customer given also the competition so the numbers weren't that great and of course if we are going into a recession we'll see later the economy has slowed down already and businesses are normally hit and will be hit if there is a slowdown with inflation higher prices but what's going on with the stock the market is buying a stock because it goes up and is selling a stock because it goes down and here is the opportunity for us if we find a business that we like and at the price that we like we have to buy it or start accumulating if it goes lower even better the problem with the market is they see it going lower and then it's better to sell because they own stocks they don't own businesses and so you see those big declines as we have seen yesterday and now the question is okay how long will the bad times be before better times come 
that's an answer impossible to get to because you cannot predict what the Fed will do. Will there be more stimulus? Will there be this, that? You cannot do that. If you can predict recessions or the economy, you're already a trillionaire. You own the whole world. So the answers we have to look for are, okay, am I happy owning these businesses for the long term at this price? And then am I even happier to buy more if it goes lower? There is no other answer to investing. Where will stocks go in the next six months? If the Fed says we're going to increase interest rates by 25 basis points, stocks will jump. If the Fed says we continue, stocks will go down. And that's impossible to predict because also the Fed actions are driven by the market's reactions. And that's something that it's impossible to predict. You can bet on it, but that's not investing. And if you are betting on stocks going up or down, you get in trouble when things like these happen. Also in Europe, great numbers by Shell, of course, oil, BMW. So really, really good numbers, record profits, but that might change as we have a game changer, something that we have not seen for three decades, and that is inflation. So with inflation, the central banks have to push rates higher. There is no other because you need to curb that inflation that is now at 8.5% in the US and you want to have stability, their goal is 2% inflation. But if you hike rates, you also create a lot of trouble elsewhere. And you have to hike rates for preventing inflation, but you immediately see an economy contracting. Now for 1.4%, but if this continues another quarter, then we have a recession already. And that is something that is an issue for hiking rates. Usually when it comes to recessions, the Fed should lower rates. But if you have inflation, you get to a very, very ugly situation of stagflation which is very hard to get out of. But this might be what we are going into. And this as investors is something we have to accept. And of course, more realistic, the Bank of England sees risk of UK recession with inflation above 10%. So really, really difficult times ahead. And what they are showing is households are facing a 1.75% drop in real disposable income due to inflation. And their focus now is that the economy continues to stagnate 2022, three and four. So little growth ahead. And these are very, very bad numbers. Similarly, in Europe, where the situation I think will be the hardest because of how it is and uh, also very little growth and they cannot raise rates and that hurts also the euro versus the dollar. We are almost getting to equality, one euro for one dollar as the Fed is already hiking. The ECB says, oh yes, we will hike in June, but if they hike all these countries and everything go bust if rates go to US levels. So very, very risky. and. With the weaker euro, everything is more expensive. But let's talk a little bit about these hikes, zero interest rates. And of course, what we are living in now is the result of the past. Because if you look at the past, similarly for all central banks, 
really, really big, big stimulus has been printed, the money has been printed, rates have been kept at zero for, what's this, 12, 13 years, which is something incredible. And then also Warren Buffett always said that he expected inflation anytime and that he was really surprised that we didn't have it until now, of course. But at some point with all the printing, it's normal that we have inflation going higher and higher. And once it starts, it's hard to stop and especially hard to stop without raising rates, without slowing down the economy. If you're following this channel for longer, you know that I've been always discussing how the biggest risk is not what the Fed does, is when the Fed loses control. Because when the Fed loses control, it hits your real disposable income, no matter what the Fed does. And that's the biggest risk to the economy, to markets. And it's unpredictable what will the economy look like over the next five to 10 years. We have really enjoyed the great period here. And don't think that this is wrong. I think that, okay, this was worth the price we are paying now because we have had businesses for more than a decade enjoy a lot of money, a lot of liquidity, a lot of employment, everything was great, a lot of development. And just think of the good things that came out of this, like this. Tesla would not have been possible without available capital liquidity to invest in such projects. And now we are turning into electric cars, solar and everything. So I think that no matter what happens next, the experiment did work out positive positively. Don't think just because of the current pain, compare it always to the benefits of this. What has this done to the world? But anyway, when it comes to investing, recession ahead is very, very possible, very, very likely, and we simply have to live with it. We have to enjoy the past. The market is up five times over the last decade. So be grateful for that. And now continue building by owning businesses. And we'll discuss much more on that with Berkshire, discuss the risks of growth stocks, whether they are now a buy that most of them are more than 50% down. You will connect the dots when we, as we discuss businesses. So I wish I could tell you, do this, do this, invest in oil stocks, invest in this, you will do well, you will beat the market, everyone else will lose their money, you will do well. I wish I could give you the answer now, okay, we are protected, we are a bastion, but nobody has that answer. So investing is accepting the ups, everyone happy, but also accepting the downs. And on those ups and downs, you build your portfolio over time, owning businesses, and then you have nothing to worry. Whatever comes next, you do okay. If you are betting that stocks will go up, then you're already set for trouble from the start. That's the key message because it's impossible to predict where will stocks go. Now is the time to look at businesses. Okay, no matter what happens, will this business grow over the next five to 10 years? Yes. Will it grow at 2% or 7%? Depends on the economy. Do I like 2% growth? Yes. Do I like 7? Yes. Do I like the risk and reward? Yes. And that's what we have to own find it at the best price. And these are the opportunities actually that will be arising or have already arisen in the market. Thanks to the panic that 99% of other investors are 
deploying now and will keep hopefully deploying. We'll discuss more with Buffett on inflation, whether it's better to be in cash or not. Buffett has been spending big, so that's another topic. In general, to conclude on the market, it might be the case that what we have seen for the past 40 years, which is 10% up every year, up a little bit up and down, but no matter what, just up, up and up, might be coming to the, an end and shifting into something else. What to do as investors? Again, shifting, no again, no matter what the market do, if you own businesses over time, you will do really, really well. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you. And I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.